Hello, hello, hello. Back and we're better. I'm back and better, huh? Yeah, you're back and better, bro. It's a little uh, double Let's dip. Let's go. It's a little what? A little double dip, you know what I mean? Oh, a little, little DD. A little, little double D. It's almost like we're in some type of like loop or something. You know, we had to do this because uh, we did this once before. It's kind of like we're some sort of suicide squad. <laughs> what are we? Some sort of suicide squad? Oh, no. Nah. Why they be doing my man so well like that? I don't know, bro. I feel like Will Smith has like they they he deserved better in terms of like movies, you know. I mean, it seems like he's just in his bag bag phase where he's just like, mm, all right, well, y'all drop the bag, I'll do it. Like the you rock. Want me to fight. You want me to play in a movie where I fight against myself, but it's young young me. <laughs> I'll do it. Sure. <laughs> Did you ever like the did Rock? You, yeah. Did you watch that movie? The Rock isn't like a great actor. That's the difference. Is he not? Will Smith was. A, wait, what? Is the Rock not a great actor? I don't know too much about him. All I know is that one movie, Central Intelligence Agency, and that one was, was oh, funny. No. That's the one movie, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ain't never all seen. The Rock movie. Actually, that's a good point. What is he in? He's in Jumanji, Rampage, mm. Journey to the mm. to the Jungle or something. Jumanji 2. Actually, now that you're saying all this shit, have I even seen a rock movie, bro? Hell no. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I have. You roasting this man. You ain't never seen him in a movie before. That's crazy exactly. to me. Exactly. I mean, but I've seen him. I've seen clips of him acting. He's not a He's not a actor. What about- I guess he is, right? He's, he's a wrestler, but... I mean, you know what I'm saying? Wrestlers, right. Wrestling comes with a different, it's a different style of acting, right? You're not putting John Cena against Will Smith in an acting contest. I mean, I, I mean, know, where's, bro. where's John Cena's pursuit of happiness? You know what I mean? I, I guess he's, he got that in a uh, suicide squad. John Cena. Yeah. He said, uh, what was that quote? It was like, I'll fight for freedom, no matter how many children I have to kill. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. But anyways, uh, yeah, Will Smith's just doing it to get his bag. Understandable. Um, yes, yes. I don't do, know. I mean, that should we, be the pre-show. How do we get to Will Smith? Because I said, uh, what are we, some sort of suicide oh, squad? You said, what are we, some sort of suicide squad? Damn, wow, what a pre-show. We out here getting lost within the first those three minutes the, of the day. Those are the best kind of pre-shows right there. I never want I mean, to remember how we start. I mean, it's honestly, that's that's how you know you had a good time. Beautiful, beautiful. We're on our, our, our Captain Colt shit. Our Captain, ah, Captain Colt, I see what you did there, but we're going to talk about that yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just start, why not? We got a lot to talk about. Let's do it. All right, you know the deal. One, two, three, and then we start. Bet. One, two, three, clap. clap. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 168 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that? Talk about video games. 
Talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. the Hoop, Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the protector of the loop himself, Arsene Lakpa. Hey guys, it's me, Arsene Lakpa. I don't want none of y'all trying to start any trouble with this loop, or else I'm going to have to gun you down, shoot you up, and cut you down. All right, wow. y'all take care now. Gun me down, shoot me up, and cut me down. So it's a up, down, it's a down, up, down situation. It's a little combo I made myself. I call it the up, down, up. Wow, somebody get this man in the booth. Get this man a character ASAP. That's crazy. That's what I want, bro. One day, voice actors out there in the world, if you're listening, shoot me a little, a couple of lines. Bro. I'm ready to read. I'll do any voice, whatever you want me to do. Oh, nah. Don't call out the voice actors because they don't want you to take their jobs. They they probably heard that. I was like, oh, no, we got to keep this man out the industry. Oh, my fault, my fault. Not uh, not the voice actors. The uh, Who's above a voice casting actor? T- casting agent. Casting agent. I know y'all are listening. A- talent agent. I don't know. Come get me. Come get the mans. Anyways, um, we're going to talk about Deathloop. We're going to talk about uh, the PlayStation Showcase and, and, and all of the above. But before we do that, quick reminder, if you guys want to help support the show, you guys can go to playerplayerpod.com. Uh, go to the bottom of the page and visit our Ko-fi link where you guys can donate as low as a dollar. If you don't want to support monetarily, you don't have to. You guys can help by sharing the show to your friends, your family, whatever. And you can also help by leaving a positive review on your platform of choice. Don't forget, join the conversation by coming over to the playerplayerpod.com Discord by going to playerplayerpod.com slash Discord, um, where we talk about showcases. We were live tweeting uh, the showcase this this past week for the PlayStation Showcase. We talked about games, how we're vibing with games, stuff like that, everything. So come out, vibe with, vibe with us there. Arsene, how you doing, man? What's been going on this past week? Oh, life is? life is pretty good bro went out uh on the town um some homies this past saturday started with a little it was a, a whole homie day might have to mm-hmm. rename saturday to homie day because i went to brunch with the homies went bowling wow. with the homies and wow. let me uh, ask you something real quick though uh, nah, who went I, bowling no comments no comments there's no comment on this one because so you were know. there though i i know you were there i was there yeah but uh, no I, comment. Okay. I can't comment okay. on the bowling situation. Um, I don't want to incriminate myself. I don't want to incriminate anybody who's present at the uh, at the right. venue at the time. So I, mean, uh, I, I just know. <laughs> all right. I already know who it is. Cause you know who I it know is. if it was you, if it was you, I know. I know this would be playing out way differently. <laughs> Everybody wouldn't be talking for the people at home. I don't want to give you oh, too much insight. No. You can give the insight. <laughs> but, uh, you can give the insight. Basically, we were on a Discord, not the Player Player Pod Discord, but hey, could have been Player Player Pod Discord. Who knows? You got to go check out for yourself. We saw a picture of somebody absolutely stomping the. Somebody did uh, a town stomp on the back of their uh, Air Force One heels, Jeez. Uh, and then just left them for the world to see. Shameful, and we were like, "Damn, who did? Who could do this to who their could AF do something ones? like this?" Uh, and R, our buddy R, um, didn't put the person on blast, but definitely exposed the situation to everybody. Uh, so we were trying to figure out who did it, uh, and just using process of elimination, using some context clues, 
because I was taught in elementary school. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. I I think I got to the bottom of it, but okay, um, it's it's a damn shame, honestly. Interesting. It's a, it's an interesting that you would say that you've gotten to the bottom of it, but uh, right. Like I said, no further comment on that. Um, just the fact that I went bowling with some other people, had a good time, mm. and then mm, okay. uh, and then we went. How to, many strikes to did you get? How many strikes did I get? We played three games, which I was I was very tired by the end. But I think in the the first or second game, I got like three strikes. So ain't no way. I you was got a, three strikes. I was kind of bowling. I got over a hundred. Uh, oh, in the first game, I got like a like a one seventeen or something like that. Oh, so I'm trying to numbies. I'm trying to get better because the time I went before this, I was I did ass like absolute dog shit. Oh, I didn't. Nah, I was sitting didn't there do ass. Oh my god, I, I was getting like seventy, eighty, like low low numbers. So, um, not too not too fun. Lots of gutter balls back okay, then. Well. So I had to redeem you my. Got your weight up. Got my weight up, and I'm hoping to only go up from here. I learned a new bowling trick. Uh, you know, on the know. you know on the bowling alley lane, those little arrows. Yeah, I didn't realize you were supposed to look at the arrows to help you aim. Of course, of course. Were you looking at the pins? I was looking at the pins, bro. Mm, rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. I was I was hitting strikes with just the pins, bro. So then I, I like. Uh, so then I. Another person, I'm not gonna name any names, who was there. They said, "Hey, bro, you could." I look at the blah blah blah, like the arrows, and it was a whole big deal because they had turned the lights out. It was turned into like cosmic bowling or something, and I was like, "Huh, interesting." Y'all look at the arrows. That makes sense, I guess. So the one I looked at the arrows immediately got a strike, and I was like, "Dang, Whoa. bro, that's crazy." But then after that, I fumbled the bag. So. And it oh, wasn't okay, it wasn't that okay. crazy so bowling was fun and dinner was fun afterwards as well other than that bro okay work is just kind of hoeing me a little bit not hoeing but like you know it's a little oh, bit busier nah. a little bit busier than it typically is you know you won't see me online during the playing playing games during the the day how about that that's all that's all they got them huh they got me they finally, they finally got them they finally got <laughs> me they said do some work you fat bitch so I'm like, damn, bro. No. First of all, you had to call me fat, bro? Like, why would y'all even say that's, that? That's uncalled for. Very that's, uncalled That sounds like a lawsuit. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm, you know, I'm working with HR right now. Actually, I'm working with my lawyer, so my lawyer can work with HR right now. So, uh, Turn know, up, turn up. We're turning up on that. Um, But, yeah, man, life's good. That's all I can say. Uh, what, What's going on over there on the West Coast? On the West Coast, what is going on? So, uh... You know, we chilling, we chilling, Excellent. having a good time. Saturday, we went and got Matt's, picked up Matt's vehicle. Hey. So that was that was the thing this man, you know, been talking about this damn car for months, doing his research. Uh, he finally got it. So that was nice. Nice uh, in that saga. But other than that, uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, it was pretty chill. Like nothing, nothing too insane to call out here. Um, but yeah, last week in general, relatively chill, just kind of like a work, um, work, you know, playing Forgotten City. I finished that. Um, yeah, and just vibing, you know what I'm saying? Nice, just vibing. Nice. You know, so. you really can't complain too much when the, when the right, vibes right. are immaculate. Right. And Speaking of Forgotten City, I want to talk about that a little bit. I, mean, I guess I did I already had I beaten it by the time uh, we talked last week. I think I had right. 
I'm not sure. I feel like you didn't, but maybe maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Maybe you maybe you're right because I feel like I feel like I just added it to the GG app, but uh Forgotten City, I beat it, did all four endings. Nice. Um game was a vibe. Game was a vibe. Really liked it. It was very unique. Um people saying it's game of the year, you know, hats off to those people, but <laughs> but I'm not one of those people. I think the game is really, really fun. Uh, I think it's, I would say, if you like like puzzle games, if you like the Skyrim engine slash Oblivion engine or whatever, I think it's, I would say it's like a must play. I think it's really fun. It's definitely worth the price. Um, definitely, definitely need to pick it up. But um, it's just not long enough for me. Like I had fun with it, had a good time. Okay. But I was just like, man, I really wish there was just like a handful of more, you know, threads to this game because, you know, I, I really would like to play this for another five hours or so. So how many hours did you put me, in? Uh, I think 10. So, you know, if you, you know, calculate in leaving the console idle and shit, it, it wasn't that long. OK. OK. Um. So. So, yeah, it was pretty chill. But it was fun. Felt very quick. Didn't really stumble too much on any puzzles. Um, so highly recommend just game of the year. No, not for not for me. Nice. But definitely one of my favorite games I played nice. uh, this year. So I want to squeeze in that. real quick. And, uh, you know, since we're already, you know, this whole episode is basically we're talking about time loops. I want to squeeze right. sexy brutal in there, bro. Since I oh baby finally came around and played it, it was on EA uh, desktop, um, Xbox Game Pass, whatever. Um, got through it in about a week. Man, game was solid. Very it's good. very it's good. solid game. Um, probably the might might go in the dictionary as a definition of sleeper. Um, yes. I feel like a lot of people just uh, you know haven't really. I feel like, I feel like is it was it a pop, was it a popular game back in 2016? It was a super I, I had popping. I literally had never heard of it before uh, I played it last year. Interesting. Okay, like I had like, seen it. I knew a, my roommate in college had played it. I remember seeing him like online playing it, but like that was about the extent of like yeah. any gameplay. And I didn't even see any gameplay back then. I just saw him pl- online playing it. So. um it's just a it's, it's a great time for folks out there who are fans of whodunits, murder mysteries, time loops, all of the above. Go ahead and check out Sexy Brutal, and it's on Game Pass through EA Desktop or whatever. So, give it a shot. And a really good precursor to Deathloop. You know, we could draw a lot of comparisons. Exactly, honestly. you really could. Um, but yeah, I think that was one of the games I played last year. Between that and like rhyme or rhyme or whatever it's called mm-hmm. um like i played those two last year and i was just like bro what am i doing like why am i spending time playing 100 hours playing apex when there's experiences <laughs> like this like hidden under rocks and stuff um so yeah sexy brutal uh, 100 percent credited for you know getting me to explore a, a little more uh a lot more new games uh both last year and this year um yeah, highly recommend people check it out. And one last thing, bro, to you, sure. since you've played the game, you said you didn't one hundred percent it. I want you to go look up the one hundred percent, like, like I don't know, ending or whatever, 
to see what happens mm-hmm. after you get like all the collectibles. There's one like there's like there's a there's a little scene in there. I think that you I would must find not funny. have seen this. Yeah, I, I, but, I don't I don't uh, think you did because this is a it's pretty comical. It's like what the they put this in okay. the game. Oh baby, I gotta watch that. It's, it's okay. not that hype. It's just like it's just funny. It's just funny. Okay, it's okay. Funny. I want to see what I want to see what's going on. Cool. Sounds good. So, how do we? Okay, I, I'll give you two options. So, I think the biggest topic will be the PlayStation Showcase. It just happened. There was a lot in there, a lot that we can break down, discuss, go back and forth on. But obviously, we both got our hands on Deathloop because it dropped yesterday night. Yep. Um, but I want to take time uh, next episode to do a deeper dive. I don't know if we'll have beaten it by then, but I think we'll be able to do more of a cohesive review or I don't know, maybe if not next episode, then the episode after that. So uh, I want a full Deathloop episode, but I do want to talk about it here. How do you want to do it? You want to talk about Deathloop real quick and then finish with PlayStation or vice versa? Let's do, let's Deathloop do a for... quick Deathloop to just like give the initial overall basic impressions and then we go mm-hmm. into PlayStation. Okay. Okay. Uh, so as we, as I, as I try to do, um, Going forward, I want to give people an overview of Deathloop, uh, kind of like what the game is, what the what the idea behind it is. So basically, Deathloop, uh, developed by Arcane, the people who made Dishonored Prey, um, which we've talked about uh, extensively on this podcast. We talked about Prey earlier this year, so go back and listen to that episode. Um, but Deathloop is basically uh, a brand new uh, property uh, game by those people. And the idea is you play as Colt, you wake up on this island, and you don't really remember anything. But with the help of a uh, foe, enemy, friend, rival, who knows, um, and your thoughts written out in the air, uh, you are able to start piecing back together what basically happened, what the story is, and what you need to do. Um, And what you need to do is break the loop. Because the game is takes place in a time loop, like almost every other game this year. <laughs> um, and to break the time loop, you have to kill these eight visionaries. Um, only problem is you only have one day to do it before the loop resets at the end of the day. Um, and the visionaries are all over the place. So basically, the game is kind of like a stealth shooter puzzle type game where you're navigating this uh, island which has, you know, levels that change based on the time of day um, and the people change locations based on the time of day and all this stuff. And you have to figure out how to get all the visionaries in place uh, so that you can kill them all in one day, basically. That's that's the idea. So behind it, you have stealth mechanics. You have uh, kind of like roguelite mechanics where you get a, ro- a loadout for each run, for each loop. And once you... Uh, reset the loop you don't keep your loadout but you keep your knowledge Um, it's not really a roguelite because like I said you keep your knowledge you do make progress with each loop based off of the information you learn which is far more important than the actual weapons and upgrades you learn for you get for the most part Um, but yeah that's that's kind of the game in the nutshell also uh, there's this uh, your your rival or foe that I referenced earlier is named Juliana and she is basically hunting you down throughout the game so 
There's also this mechanic where she'll appear during your runs, try and kill you, which will cause you cause you to lose all your loot basically that you get during that run. Um, and uh, there's an online mechanic where people can basically play as Juliana and invade your game. So that's Deathloop. Did I miss anything? That I that I skip over anything notable? I think you hit it all, man. Perfect. So Arsene, give me your thoughts after playing like a day or less. I don't know how long, how long you've played. I have played for less than a day. Start booted it up uh, a couple hours ago and um, played. I want to say I feel like I've gotten through like the tutorial missions. I think it was about like mm-hmm. four missions um, that I was able to uh, make my way through. Overall, the initial like impression of the game is that the vibes in this game are immaculate. You know, I think that yeah. Arcane Games had already, you know, perfected. Well, I won't say perfected, but they already have done a great job with like you know their gameplay. You know, keeping it engaging. You know, having like this like style of you know openness to their game levels that allow you to tackle a level however you want to, or just however you know in in many different ways. Um, they kind of, you know, they, they, they got the sauce, they've got the recipe to that and they, you know, just basically implanted that into this game. Um, but the thing that I felt like I was missing from, I'll say, I'll stick to, with just the, uh, Dishonored series, because I think this game is more like Dishonored than it is Prey, at least for right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I thought was missing for me was kind of like some of that story element, um, Mm-hmm. I, I like the story behind Dishonored. I think it was interesting, but it I didn't fully click with it. You know, I felt like there were some things I was just like, eh, I mean, this is just another ye old tale about some people, some dirty people in some dirty city. This game, Damn, however, dirty, bro. <laughs> dirty people in dirty city, bro, they got rats. I mean, they were come dirty, on, bro. bro. Like, come on, they got rats. That's this facts, game, that's however, facts had is like a breath of fresh air you know they breathe a bit of new life into their story you've got characters that have like a lot of personality your protagonist in the game has so much personality bro colt might be he's got to be protagonist of the year i feel like bro this man he i'm constantly cracking up at his like his like little quips things he says um Mm -hmm. and it almost it's very immersive in that sense because i feel like if I were in this situation, I'd probably be acting to some degree like he is. Like, you're just sitting there, you're like, oh, nah, bro, what the, like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, here? Like, exactly. Like, oh, oh, no, nah. like, what is this? Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, just simple shit where you would just, his character seems very confused, you know, in this early stage in the game, which, you know, obviously makes sense. And the fact that they're able to portray that, I think is, um, I think they did a great job with that. So that's why I say the vibes are immaculate. And, um, yeah, man, I, I can't wait to talk more about the game. Uh, you know, yeah. when we go to, into our deep dive. So everybody, go ahead and I, I, I'm, I'm already recommending this to people. You know, I think oh, I was yeah. already recommending it before the game dropped, just based off of the, uh, um, just based off of the trailers. But for oh yeah, for sure, if you like that uh, persona or not persona, ooh, uh, uh, dishonored oh. style gameplay, then for sure you gotta hop on this one as soon as possible. What are you? Uh, or what are your nice. thoughts? Impressions. Sorry, I was mid yawn there, not because you were putting me to sleep, but uh, oh, because it's been you. a long day, my friend. Because it's been a long day. So, I 100% agree with what you're saying. Um, I love this game, not for 
dissimilar reasons. I don't know if dissimilar is even a word, but um, I do have, I am really high on it for different reasons. Um, Mm. What you're saying is absolutely true. The vibe is absolutely there. Um, And I'm very much in it for the levels. Um, When I look at Arcane, like my number one thing that I look at them for and like uh, praise them for is their level design and Prey and Dishonored uh, in in both series. Um, The levels were crafted in such a way where there was a lot of story to the environments. There was a lot of uh, like, you know, player choice. Um, in terms of how you want to tackle the gameplay and stuff. And this seems like basically this coming to, you know, a peak um, and, and them doing this as best as possible. So, uh, so far, you know, I love how the sets that I've gone to so far um, look like concept art in a way where like sometimes you'll see concept art and you will be like, dang, like this drawing mm-hmm. is sick. And then it kind of looks like that. I literally went to a level um, and I was like, man, this is just a, like this is just such a cool looking design, like just the atmosphere. And like there's nothing really to kind of base it off of. Like it's kind of James Bond esque. Like right. there's like a supernatural element. It's just like such a creative, you know, design of a level just from the artistic approach. And then I'm very methodical uh, when I play these arcane games. So. I take my time. I, I'm scouting the level and really kind of looking at, at uh, the different routes above and below me. And there's already like a ton of different routes I can see uh, in each level where I'm like, okay, once I get powers, like I know I'll be able to shift over here and probably do this and make this route, this run a little faster. Uh, so I'm, I'm totally into that. Um, uh, like the characters, like you said, are absolutely a vibe cult juliana even the visionaries and and eternalists who are just like the grunt people um they're super cool and i'm super interested in what the lore is going to be um and i and i i'm you know i'm a sucker for exploring an environment and picking up pieces of the story uh that way that's one of my favorite ways to figure out you know the backstory of a of a game so i'm totally feeling it uh i love how they've um implemented the stealth i feel like they've made a lot of things a bit modern in some ways Mm -hmm. the tagging system you know uh like being able to eavesdrop on people and stuff like that but at the end of the day it still feels like an arcane game so 100 percent looking forward to it man and i can already see kind of how they're playing with the puzzle elements and how they're like oh yeah like this information might be useful at this time of day in x y and z so i'm really excited at all the different ways that'll play out and it even seems like once you beat the game, then there's an extra level of game onto it where you can protect the loot with Juliana and you can oh, just, yeah. you know, just have fun jumping into other people's games. Or you can take the speed run approach or the tweak your run by not killing anybody approach or anything like that. And it seems like um, they're really incentivizing you to play in unique ways even after you beat the game. So I'm fucking turned, man. I'm turned turned. up. Wait, so do you know when uh, the whole Juliana thing goes into effect? Is it do you have to beat the game, or is it just after like a first the first couple of levels, like real levels or something in the game? 
so have you encountered her yet? I have encountered her for the first time, and then I like started the next mission, but then I like I yeah. turned the game off. So I assume, yeah, I'm kind of like right around there. I assume like once I after you encounter her the first time, I feel like that's when it starts to be kind of just like, hey, the system's in place now. I'm not sure, but I think so. I think that's what that's like once you beat that first loop basically gotcha that's when she starts coming into play but because i'm ready to get invaded bro i want to invade i want to get invaded i'm trying to i'm trying to turn up on somebody real quick or get turned up on you feel me turn up on me baby let's see i'm definitely like a a stealth player though so like when she busted out the first time i was like oh man she's going too loud she's blowing (laughs) my cover all this stuff but that's what i like about this game and dishonored um, it was all about being undetected, completely not killing anybody, or at the at the very least being undetected. So if you get detected, it was kind of like, all right, we'll start over, start from the checkpoint, whatever. Death loop. There's none of that. If you get detected, hey, improvise. Like you know, yeah. not take out the people. Uh, hide the here, there. Like I, I totally, I'm totally vibing with that. And they're not really punishing you for like being detected and stuff, which I'm enjoying. Great, love so, it. Yeah, good little Let's good little first on, impressions. I like that. I hope y'all yeah, are ready for I'm sure our once, full opinions. I'm sure once we dive into kind of like the puzzle solving and deeper, like we have, obviously get more powers, see the visionary stuff like that. We'll have a ton more to say. So that, yeah. I'm looking forward to that conversation. Um, let's talk about the PlayStation Showcase, man. Like uh, last week, uh, we talked about a little bit in the monthly cooldown. Uh, we had a little bit of speculation. We didn't really know what to expect. Finally happened. Uh, you tuned in, correct? Yes, I did watch it live. Watched it live, as did I. So, um, you know, I think. Uh, I, I just want to hear your. I'll hear. Let's hear your overall opinions first. You want to know what my overall opinions are, bro? Uh, yes. <laughs> so you you know how in the beginning of this episode you're like, yeah, we're gonna talk about Death Loop. And we're going to talk about the PlayStation Showcase event. I completely, yeah. like, had forgotten about it. But I'm going to be honest wow. with you. <laughs> I sat there, and I was I was like, PlayStation? Oh, yeah, that's right. That did happen last week. Dang. That kind of, overall, you know, obviously there were some, you know, banger uh, announcements there right at the end, which, you know, we both can agree with. Um, the banger announcements that were present at the Showcase, However, overall, those showcase didn't hit as hard as I think we were expecting. I mean, I kind of didn't really mm-hmm. have that many expectations going in, so I think I was, like, fine. But, like, I can see how, like, you know, if, if you were excited about the conference, you would definitely be – you you would have been let down. So I, I, I can understand why people out there in the world are let down. For me personally, I'm just like, eh, it's just another – it's just another event. I do think that this should have been, you know, happening around the E3 times. Uh, they should have just dropped mm-hmm. it with the rest of everybody. But, I mean, you know, what are, what are you going to do? It's too late now, PlayStation. I don't know what to tell y'all. Yeah. Uh, so, this is what I'll say. There were there were big announcements at the showcase, as we have come to expect from PlayStation. And the big announcements are pretty exciting for me, for, like, what I like in video games and stuff like that. I would say pretty much all of the really, really major announcements I was vibing with, and we'll talk about those in a minute. Mm-hmm. Overall, though, this, like, and 
I honestly didn't really have any expectations. But once I got on Twitter and all the journalists and X, Y, and Z were basically like, hey, like I know some of the stuff that's going to be in this showcase. Like get hype, like, you know, get ready to be excited, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of get where they're coming from. But at the same time, this PlayStation showcase did not really hit the vibes of the past few. Um, Especially after coming off of last year when, you know, going into the PS5 era, they just felt like they just had everything figured out. Um, And now now it's kind of like, okay, yeah, like you said, this should have been at E3. Um, It's kind of at an awkward time. And I don't know, man, it just didn't really hit. Um, It was just like so empty. Like it was either empty or the stuff, a lot of the stuff that we saw wasn't that impressive or we had heard about it. Um, It wasn't like the typical, hey, like this, uh, most of this stuff is PlayStation Studio content. Like we're showing you gameplay. We're showing you mostly PlayStation uh, focused titles. It wasn't that. It was like here, Project Eve, which honestly started out the show pretty well. I was like, oh, if this is kind of the level of announcements we're getting for the rest of this, this could be pretty good as long as we keep ramping up. Uh, But then it turns out, oh, this is just cross platform. uh, And the game looked all right. It wasn't really super clear what the game was. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay. Then we see Alan Wake remastered, which was already announced like a week before. It's like, okay. Uh, We saw. Tiny Tino's Wonderlands, which should have been a big announcement because we saw the gameplay, but it didn't look that great. Like nothing about it was super exciting, in my opinion. Uh, Maybe other people are, you know, super excited just because it's Borderlands. But I was excited at the announcement at E3, but now I'm seeing gameplay. I'm like, man, this doesn't really hit the vibe that I thought it was going to hit. Because there's so many guns when I thought it was going to be more medieval fantasy focus yeah where the bows where the bow um, and arrows at where's my like you know magic spells and whatnot right right so that was it man that was like 40 minutes of kind of dragging stuff we'd seen before stuff that wasn't super exciting which is not typical playstation like they're usually showing off pretty interesting trailers well-cut trailers well-edited trailers um cool transitions uh, really cool indie properties alongside a mix of uh, really strong PlayStation Studio properties. Uh, but it kind of seems like this press conference, in my opinion, brought them down to the mortal men of right. like, <laughs> big three game showcases. Like this didn't really hit me uh, any better than the Nintendo Direct did at E3. And honestly, even though I didn't really enjoy the Nintendo Direct at E3, I would say pacing-wise and content-wise, it was probably better than this. Yeah. Um, that being said, the stuff in this at the very, very end was stuff that I was way more interested in than anything in Nintendo Direct. But the pacing was just so weird, man. Just strange. And just strange pacing. And then it kind of makes me wonder, like, okay, like, if this is what we have, like right here like why did we show horizon zero dawn for 15 minutes like we could have showed five minutes or seven minutes of horizon zero dawn in this showcase and paced out the rest of the trailers through the showcase and it would have been much better but for some reason we had a 15 minute showcase around e3 time the game got delayed and now we have this kind of like showcase event that 
definitely feels lacking and it didn't even have horizon in it. So, yep. um, I don't know, man, PlayStation. It, it was a, it's, it's been a weak showing in terms of the future this year. That being said, that being said, we still got a lot of stuff, right? Yeah, we got final fantasy 16, right? Still haven't heard about that since last year. And I, that probably is one of my most anticipated games right now because that trailer was clean. Mm-hmm. I don't know <laughs> how you're feeling about it when you saw it. I thought it was okay. I mean, I think I definitely think it's clean, um, but because I don't really know, I didn't – maybe it's been a while since I watched the trailer. I definitely think I remember being hype when I first watched it. But, you know, since it's been a while, the hype has kind of subsided. I'm going to need some more, you know, some more breadcrumbs from the from yeah. square before I can, you know, fully say, All right, I'm getting hyped for it. It may end up having to be yeah. another uh, you know, Final Fantasy seven remake situation where, you know, there's no hype going into it until I, I forgot, start seeing yeah. people playing it. Yeah. Remember I, I was anti hype on uh, You played the remake. demo and you were still I was not like, hype. Mm, this is not the gameplay for me. But then I gave it a chance, <laughs> bro. That shit hit. Hit real hard. Yes, sir. Good stuff. I, so Back to the the direct though, I yeah. really think I think that the announcements them like the games that were announced themselves, I thought they were good, and I thought they were they were very solid. You know, like I, once again the direct like, or the showcase, the showcase. My fault. Okay. Um, okay. At the showcase, I thought that the games presented were solid, but it just seemed like the organization of the the showcase itself, the way it was crafted, I think kind of. Drew, sucked out all the life out of out of all the announcements. It kind of sucked out all the fun, and it made it like. And obviously, you know, I'm not a showcase manager. I'm not the ones running mm-hmm. these the showcases, so I may not know what's right. But I feel like they could have rearranged things in a way that would have like kept the hype going throughout the the showcase. Because you know, like like you were saying, we get Project Eve right in the beginning. It's a little hype there. We had Forspoken. It was a little hype there. Then it really kind of just like tapered off and trailed on and on to the point where everybody's like, where's God of War? Where's God of War? Where's this? Where's Spider-Man? Where's this? To the point where you're almost like, not angry, but you're like, damn, bro, I'm I'm ready to you're see. Like, either, I'm ready to either see something or end the damn thing. And, you know, by the end, yeah. they did show us something. They showed us a lot of stuff that was good, but it was just, uh, it was kind of a slog to get there. So, I think if they, you know, yeah. maybe like you were saying, paced it out a little bit better, we might have had a, we would have had different opinions about this showcase. Because I, I, honestly, eighty percent of the stuff shown, I think I like. Like I think I mm-hmm. like and would like to play. All the new stuff that was yeah. announced, bro. That little uh, Chia game that everybody was hating on, mm-hmm. bro. I like that shit, bro. That's my type <laughs> of game. Okay, was, okay. Like. It's just like there was stuff in there for me, so um, yeah. I just wish PlayStation I mean, did a better job. I 100% agree. It was pretty much majority like on the the production and the pacing um, to the point where like yeah, like we were watching. You know, after Forspoken, it was kind of like all right, this is a 40 minute showcase. We're at like the 35th minute. We were like, did they fumble the bag? Like, what is going on? Like, there's nothing. There's nothing of hype consequence. Where, like, I think the difference is this is a good showcase. Like, I'm not saying it was terrible, but when PlayStation K 
came off of such a strong year of showcases for the PS5, which is understandable, right? They have to get you excited about the future of games. And then COVID kind of hit, so people don't really have the resources to make the stuff that they need to make. But at the same time, it's like then it would have been way better if instead of holding off for E3, they would have... Because I, I felt like... This was a really good showcase. I put it in the, the B range, but mm-hmm. I feel like there was like one or two bigger announcements missing and the pacing was was really off. Like the fact that they squeezed all their best announcements in the last five minutes kind of made me say, oh, well, I really wish there was a couple more that got me a little hype, right? If, if your best stuff is in five minutes in a 40-minute showcase, we need at least another five minutes of hype, which... I think they excelled at last year where we started with Miles Morales ended with Horizon and everything in between looked super interesting and and, and was well edited and uh, definitely piqued our interest here. It's kind of like, all right, well, because you guys skipped out on E3, we've already seen Rainbow Six Extraction and Mm. we've seen it better at the Ubisoft E3 conference and it's already been months. So nobody really cares about this anymore. Like GTA five we sure as hell don't want to see that anymore death loop <laughs> is coming out next week right. like all these things just coming so late in the pipeline we're coming so late in the year at this point it's like nah this ain't really hitting like right and, and it's a primarily a problem with the editing and i definitely think if they would have had it earlier if they would have put horizon in there it would have been a, a better deal granted i know a lot of this stuff was third party so you know, they can't really control when they get some of these trailers, but that was my problem with it. But I don't want to rag on it the whole time. Let's talk about the biggest announcements. Yeah. Do you care about Knights of the Old Republic at all? Because that was that was one of the first huge announcements. I don't, but I think, you know, we'll see what it, we'll see what it looks like. Um, I may get into it. You know, I, I think it, a lot of people like the that game for some reason. And I doubt it's because, you know. I doubt I doubt there's no hype behind it, you know. I doubt there is like, right. you know, it's just a no a nonsense game. So maybe you know, maybe we'll see when it comes out if the, this is the game for me. Yeah, 100%. I agree. I never played it. Um but there's a lot of hype behind it. People are saying this is a fantastic Star Wars story, it's a fantastic RPG. Uh so I'm looking forward to it. I I don't really know a lot about it. I don't know a lot about the gameplay, so I'm just kind of like Hey, I'm not going to lose my mind over this, but it does look promising. I'm super hyped for this, or I just said I'm not going to get super hyped, but <laughs> it look, looks promising, and I'm excited to see kind of like what comes out of this, and fingers crossed that it appeals to me, and the remake lives up to what people expect Fact. for like a 2021 or 2022 RPG, um, so that's cool. Uh, Forspoken. Uh, this was kind of like we got another look at this and we got a little more information about the story and stuff. How you how you feeling on this? What's the vibe check? Uh, vibe checks and Forspoken. Um, I think graphically it was looking a little worse than last time. Um, I may just be misremembering the initial trailer, but it did look a little worse than last time. But I don't I won't hold it against them. The story looked it, it the story. I don't know it, it may be a bit more it may be super basic you know the way they kind of presented it it's just like oh 
this person came from another world and is now has to, has to save this world. I'm like, damn, bro. There's mm-hmm. like three million that's anime. Damn like shield that, hero, bro. That's shield hero, bro. There's like <laughs> that's a whole anime genre, bro. So um, we'll see what they do differently here. But the gameplay itself looks fun, and I think it looked fun the first time we saw it, and I think it still looks fun in my opinion. So we'll see. I think the hype levels for this one are kind of like you know middle middle of ground right now. We're not gonna uh, up it too high just yet. I have to see some something yeah. crazy in a gameplay trailer to really get me sold. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, the gameplay looks good, but it also kind of raises some questions because from the gameplay we've seen so far, it kind of looks like it's the world looks so big and so open, but every time we see gameplay, it almost seems like the character's on a linear path. Like she's on like this cliff that is kind of like just like it doesn't look like you can jump off the cliff and go to the rest of the world the world like when she's jumping around she seems so high up that you know how like when you're so high or something that it looks like oh this is the level and then everything else is so far away that it looks like oh that's just a background Mm, that's kind of what it looks like to me in this game uh same thing where she's kind of in like an older looking desert rock fortress looking area it's kind of like oh this is just the area and she works within this this area, but there's all this space in the background. So I'm like, I wonder how this is going to pan out. Like, is it open world? Is it going to be more like Final Fantasy VII Remake, where it's like semi-open? There's a big level that you navigate around. Um, I'm interested in that. But the gameplay does look crispy. Like, the abilities look super sick. And what really sold me was, like, that last little couple, 10 seconds of the, the trailer where she's fighting the boss. And the boss pattern just looked super sick. Um, reminded me of like Final Fantasy VII Remake. Reminded me of like Sekiro where she's just kind of this queen lady or whatever. is just kind of rushing her. Like coming at her with sword slashes. Even like uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 vibes mm. with like Sephiroth's fights and other stuff like that. So uh, that really sold me. And that kind of made me think, okay, like this is going to be sick. Boss battles are going to be sick. And as long as the story delivers... I think the game looks like it'll be fun. Nice. Um, Cautiously optimistic is definitely the best way to describe this one. Yes, sir. Uh, next, we got two and two Insomni God games. Um, we got the announcement of Spider-Man 2 official. Uh, this is going to include uh, both Peter Parker, Miles Morales, uh, Venom as the enemy, and possibly craven the hunter as the enemy as well whoa um, and i think that was his voice in the trailer so interesting okay yeah, that's what people are saying for me i mean this is something that like i knew it was coming out uh i i don't i'm not i wasn't like i wasn't my mind wasn't blown to see this because i was like yeah of course this is coming i was surprised that we saw it so early I'm right, yeah. very excited about this, but I, I don't know if I can even get more excited by this trailer. Like Venom is going to be there, but I already knew Venom was going to kind of be there because of the hints they left in the first Spider-Man game. Um, but it's just cool to see Miles Morales and, and Peter together. Um, it's cool to see them confirm Venom. It's cool to see them introduce Craven as a possible, uh, you know, however they're going to loop him into the story. So I'm super excited. Um, there's, there's not really else a lot to say to go off of uh, that, that CGI for me. 
Um, but it's coming so far away that it's like, uh, this is kind of like when I saw the God of War logo. Like, it's hype to see this, but we're not close enough for me to be losing my shit yet. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Yeah, probably on the same page. I was definitely uh, hyped to see uh, both Miles My- and Peter in the same, you know, area. I think it was obviously we knew it was coming we knew they were going to be in the same game obviously and you know kind of hints at maybe the fact that we may be able to swap off between them um, i think that's super cool but then when i saw venom bro like you said before we knew he was coming but seeing him on the screen bro it's when clean, they, bro when they put venom in a game you know that shit is like gonna be lit bro i'm i feel like every spider-man game that's got venom in it automatic hit bro it, it, Did you because, play uh, like Ultimate Spider-Man? I didn't play Ultimate Spider-Man, but I have seen the gameplay. The shit looks Dang, tight, bro. That, that shit, looks tight. shit was crazy. Did you play Spider-Man: Web of Shadows? I didn't, bro. That one was that one was gritty, bro. You could just you know just turn the okay. Black Spider-Man on the flight. Like any like I'm saying, bro. Anytime you turn into Black Spider-Man, anytime you got Venom in the game, the game's going off, bro. You're you're popping off, so. I'm definitely excited to see what they do with Venom in this game. I hope that he has, like, you know, I hope we do get to play as, like, you know, the black suit Spider-Man at some point. That would be a nice touch. I don't know what Ultimate Spider-Man was rated. I'm looking at the case right now. Let me me grab the case one second. Probably T or maybe an E10, I would say. But you got the case, though. You'll let us know. Dang, this thing is rated T? Rated T. I swear, bro. I remember I was playing this with my buddy. Uh, we were like having sleepovers playing this junk. You were playing as you literally played as Venom in this game, and you were just whole ass eating people yeah. <laughs> to get your energy back. I was like, oh no, nah, they put this in this game. This shit is crazy. You could literally grab people, throw them off a bit. Like it was crazy, and you could fight Carnage at the end. Man, this game was fucking foul. It was great. Um, so. As hyped as I am to see him like announce, just imagining what the gameplay is gonna be like when they when they introduce him, man, I, I hope it's clean, bro. I hope it's clean. It's gotta you know be, I mean? bro. They already got a they got a got good uh, track record right now. So I wonder what the cutscenes are gonna look like, because just Venom in that Miles Morales Spider Man style that they've established, I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, because usually I either think of him as like cartoony or overly like gr- symbiotic like, yeah. alien <laughs> moving around way yeah, so. too much, gross. Yeah, so I wonder how they're gonna animate him in this and how he's gonna like basically move around and all that stuff. So he's probably gonna be, gonna be clean, symbiotic. Bro. If I had to guess, if I had to pick one, yeah, probably, probably. So you know, tied to that, I said two Insomni God announcements. They announced Wolverine, which was, I think, the biggest megaton nobody would have ever guessed. (laughs) Like, this is the E3 moment that everybody stands up and is like, no, wait, no, 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 no. How do they do this? So uh, I was shocked. I was I was shocked. Uh, They didn't give us a lot to go off. It was more of just like, hey, this is what we're working on. Super hype. Teaser trailer. Super hyped. I mean, I can't wait to see what these people do with Wolverine. so yeah that, that's basically my thoughts how are you on it i mean i love me some wolverine bro like you can like come on now i feel like when was the last time i got to play as wolverine in the game it might be might have been marvel ultimate alliance 2 mm-hmm. or one one of the two of those one of those games 
playing as Wolverine, bro, it just hits different. He's definitely my favorite X-Men. He's definitely, like, got to be, of the Marvel characters, he's top five, probably, probably, like, probably, like, fifth, but, well, I I might have to do a new ranking, because that was maybe back when I was, like, you know, in high school, in middle school, or something like that. Pre-MCU. Pre-MCU, pre-MCU, so he was uh, top five pre-MCU, but I would, he's got to be top ten currently yeah for sure so, easy easy so i'm definitely very excited to see him get his own game it's about damn time and i think it'll be fun and i think it also you know kind of you know poses that you know that question you know i'm not sure if this is a legit thing i should be hoping for but uh mgu bro marvel gaming universe i mean question mark i mean maybe maybe um yeah i think this would be an interesting challenge for insomniac mm-hmm. Uh, obviously they've worked on Spider-Man, Miles Morales, but that's, you know, and they nailed it. Um, but now it's like, Hey, like this is a completely different character. Uh, I, I assume the gameplay has to be completely different uh, in how he plays, how the story is told, how the progression of the game is is handled. Um, so this isn't Ratchet and Clank. This isn't Spider-Man. I'm really excited to see how they tackle kind of this new journey, which should be its own thing. And, yeah, I think MGU, I, I don't know if the MGU will come to fruition just because so far Insomniac are the only ones to actually be really making quality MGU potential games. Um, Let them make it all for the next 10 years, bro. Give me four that's true. games, four I different see, IPs, you know, I guess. You know what I mean? That's the pro, like, that's the good and bad of this thing where... Like a lot of people, are like, dang, like, let them make it all, or I can't. I, I want Microsoft to make this X and Y and Z, which is 100% true. I want Microsoft to make a Marvel game. They have enough studios to spare one to make one game and see how it goes out. But um, Somniac is already making two Marvel games now. Uh, if Wolverine does well, which I assume it will, I'm sure they're going to make a sequel. So is Insomniac going to just become the MCU studio? which is honestly pretty chill because they do a great job. But also at the same time, it's like they're one of PlayStation's best studios right now. And I would, if anybody's making a new title or something like that, I'd love to see what Insomniac is doing. So um, MGU is tough because games take so long to make. Yeah. And there's only so many developers that can do them justice. And sometimes I would rather those developers make bring completely new things or whatever but i don't know man get so far marvel hasn't eh, i was about to say marvel hasn't missed but avengers did come out mm. and that was uh that was a little sus definitely wasn't the s tier that spider-man provided so we'll see we'll see man uh we, we got to see how midnight suns turns out stuff like that right because right now only only insomniac has proven there their their pedigree when it comes to making mcu games or or marvel games right um close out everything close out everything we got uh the big daddy himself yes sir god of war we got kratos we got my personal favorite part of this whole showcase um we got a pretty lengthy trailer uh for god of war so go ahead Give us your thoughts on the God of War trailer. What's the vibe check on this? How you feeling? Trailer's hype. I'm hype. 
I don't think the train will stop, bro. The only way this game will let me down is if, like, you know, this new director behind this game decided to say, yeah, what if uh, what if Kratos loses both his arms and now he has to fight like this for the whole game? Like, that, like if he just does oh. something completely, <laughs> completely out of left field, that's probably the only way that yeah. they could uh, ruin this one for me. Um, the first God of, or the, you know, the first God of War remake game or whatever, God of War 2018, um, ended on such a good note in my mind where I'm like, I'm ready, bro. I'm ready to continue this adventure. And I like the fact that, you know, they're already, you know, nipping it in the bud. They're already saying this is like the second half of our, um, this is a second, this is like the second half of that story, that Norse story for Kratos. This is where it's going to end. This is where the Norse story is going to end. And I like knowing that, you know, um, so yeah, bro, just constant hype, seeing the care, seeing certain characters, throughout the trailer um definitely brought a little smile to my uh to my face and we'll just have to we'll just see when it releases uh we don't know when it's coming out though exactly that's my only uh that's my yeah. only hate comment that i gotta leave here where's damn, the damn not a hate comment <laughs> where's the damn release date santa uh was it santa monica you yeah. know, I, you know, I love y'all over there, Santa Monica, Corey, Corey, baby. You know, drop I love you, man. Just drop the date for Just us. Drop the date, and nobody gets hurt. You feel me? No, nah, whoa, 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 no threats here, no threats on the play. <laughs> play. I loved it. I loved it. But yeah, I mean, you know, they're gonna treat, put some love and care into this game. It'll come out when it's ready. But hopefully, when it's ready, is at least by fall next year, at least. Facts. But um, yeah, man. You know I'm hyped for this God of War, uh, one of my favorite games of all time, if not my favorite game of all time. Um, like I felt like this trailer basically hit all the notes that it needed to, which is hey, ensure people that we're still coming with a banger story. Um, the gameplay mechanics, I had no doubt in my mind that they were going to be pretty similar, if not exactly the same. Uh, so I wasn't really kind of looking for that. I wasn't really looking for the biggest graphical update, um, just because like. They're making it so fast that it's going to be on the same engine. That's kind of obvious. So, um, and they're not Insomni God. So, uh, I kind of knew what I was going to expect there. But to see, uh, boy, Atreus with boy. a deeper voice, to see him riding on a dang spirit deer or whatever, <laughs> um, to see Freya, uh, like looking crazy and like bro. boxing, like transforming from a bird and starting to box, um, more Odin or more Norse gods. We're, we're hearing Thor in the game. Like we're seeing completely new worlds. We're seeing the the uh, the blacksmith twins, and we're we're basically getting confirmation that hey, like all those areas that were locked on the on the time dimension traveler or whatever the hell realm traveler in the first game, mm -hmm. all those are going to be unlocked. Like this is really going to be a fantastic end to the game that you loved from 2018. So, you know, they, this is what I need from a trailer, man. They gave me every, everything I needed. They basically, you know, answered any questions I had, calmed any fears. Not that I had any, but I'm hyped, man. Just bring it. Bring it, bro. Bring that, bring that release date. How about that? Bring that. Bring that release date. So as we wrap up here, I, all I want to leave off is, all right, what I want to leave off with is PlayStation. Guys, this this ain't no walk in the park. You know, this ain't the PlayStation 4. This is PlayStation 5. Uh, this is going to be a competitive-ass generation. Uh, Microsoft is really, you know, 
I think we're at the very beginning of the the a strong looking Microsoft generation. Psychonauts two came out swinging, was absolutely fantastic. Game of the year contender, Deathloop. Although that's a PS five exclusive, Arcane is coming out swinging, uh, game of the year contender. Um, and we had Death's Door and a lot of indies that are also looking fantastic uh, on the Xbox. So, and we got Forts and Halo hopefully coming out this year. Um, so Xbox is done slouching. So like we still got to bring the heat. We, we Final Fantasy 16. It's got to hit Little Devil Inside. It's got to hit Ooh. Naughty Dog, Sucker Punch, Team Asobi. I can't wait for Team Asobi to announce something, but we got to hear about those and we got to really understand what the future of PlayStation is beyond next year, because we kind of have an idea. We can guess about some stuff that's coming out, but we don't really know as well as we did for like the last two or three years when we were promised like last of us two is coming. Ghost of Tsushima is coming. Days gone is coming. Final fantasy 17 remake is coming. Like all that stuff we knew about for about, three or so years and I, I felt like they teased that pretty well we need another one of those um to kind of set up the next three to four years of the playstation life cycle um because we can't be sleep at the wheel playstation mm. we can't be sleep at the wheel i know it's a tough year you guys get a mulligan because of covid but we gotta come out swinging next year bring the punches baby we ready for it yes sir yes sir uh any final thoughts no final thoughts bro I'm I'm uh, just excited to see everything that Sony has to offer. All right, baby. With that, thank you guys for listening to Player Player. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. Rate us five stars on iTunes and tell your friends about us. If you want updates about future episodes and giveaways or you want to submit a question to the show, visit playerplayerpod.com or follow us on social media at playerplayerpod. If you guys want to talk about the places you showcase and what you guys thought of it, as always, playerplayerpod.com slash Discord. Join the conversation and come talk to us. Big shout out to Aaron Miller, as always, for the intro music. Follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as the Hoopman, where the E is a three. You can find my co-host Arsen here as Pax Arsenica on Twitter and Twitch and Arsen Lakpa on Instagram. And until next time, guys, keep gaming. Game on, folks. <laughs>